dad, dad, daddy, dad, 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 dad. What? Isn't it time for your podcast? Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. I'm the big man, he's the juice, and this is the Cheap Seats Podcast. What's up, buddy? What's going on? Oh, not much. What's going on with you? Uh, not a whole lot, man. This week's been kind of a uh, busy week this week, uh, I guess because of the holidays and stuff. Uh, yeah, I concur. It seems like it's getting faster and faster as we edge closer. And work's just getting slower and slower. You're slowing down? We're speeding up. Yeah, no, I mean, the time there is getting slower oh, yeah, and slower. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mine's been crawling for three years now, so. Oh, crap. That's, I hate that. Uh, you got any shout-outs today? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm going to shout-out a couple people here. Go uh, ahead. First off, I want to shout-out uh, Illegal Ham to the Face podcast Absolutely. up there in Cleveland. Uh we just did that uh, cheap ham party, kind That's of a right. crossover, uh, last Friday. Uh, great time. If you guys haven't listened to it yet, give it a listen. I guarantee you're going to get some good laughs out of there, especially out of my dumb ass. Um, toward the end of the show, I I got I got a little inebriated. Uh, so you could tell toward the end of the show, I I was pretty uh, messed up. Yeah, he was edging and edging and edging as the show goes on. He keeps just getting a little closer to that edge, and by the end of it, he was pretty well teetering. Oh, so. I, after you left, I was on the floor. Oh, uh, I, yeah, I figured. The other uh, shout-out I wanted to give real quick was uh, my wife for uh, putting up with my dumb ass. Uh there were some portions of the night that I can't remember, and <laughs> she told me a few things, and, well, like you said, she texted you a few yeah. things. Uh, I wasn't going to bring it up on air, but, well, uh, yeah. I'll just go ahead and say, we don't have to say exactly what the text or anything like that said, but I was pretty messed up that night. Yeah. Can I tell one? You can tell one. I guess I'll at least shout you out a little bit since we're in the shout out section because you one faithful motherfucker. I'll give yes, you that I much. That's you, what I was going to You are a faithful out. man. I will give you that. So, this man, I get a text from his wife probably right before I get home, but I don't read it till I get home. Obviously, you know, don't text and drive kids. Um, but I get home and I get this message and it says, uh, it's basically, you know, the first couple tells me, listen, he's messed up. And I start apologizing and love her heart. She says, it ain't your fault. He's a grown-ass man. It's his hangover. <laughs> so I love that part. So I was like, okay, well, you know, I just wanted to let you know that I didn't I didn't intentionally get him that messed up. But uh, so uh, she texted me and said, well, the funniest one, I guess she was uh, trying to help you get out of your clothes yeah. and into something to sleep in or get we, in the shower or we, something. Yeah. We mentioned the shower on uh, the uh, cheap ham party. Uh, when I get wasted, I tend to like to get a shower for yeah. some reason. Yeah, so uh, you wanted to get a shower, and she said she was trying to help you get your clothes off and get in there and not hurt yourself, basically. And she said you kept smacking her hands <laughs> away, and you kept saying, get your hands off me, woman. I'm a married man. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. 
I love my wife. I mean, she's a good woman. So I know, and uh, she is, and that's that's. I mean, I'm gonna make fun of you. For yeah, it, but that's, <laughs> hey, you you unfaithful man. I'll give you that much. It it was pretty good time though. So, but any ladies out there find you a man that loves you as much as big man loves his wife. Cause anybody that'll smack his wife away and tell him she's a, he's a married man. That's the kind of man you need in your life. Especially drunk. Hey, yeah. Especially drunk. I don't, uh, listen, I love my fiance, but inebriated, especially inebriated as you were. Like, yeah, oh God. Yeah. That, that kind of puts a damper on things for me. I tend to, forget things we'll blame it on illegal hand the face for getting me too drunk damn fatty the fat guys yeah, fatty. Uh, we don't blame big brass. i was on big brass side most of that show we'll blame fatty uh let's uh, do a little rundown of uh the vamp league real quick uh, uh i seen uh if the reason we had the uh cheap hand party in, in the first place was uh my boy here called out fatty uh-huh. because they had the matchup uh in the playoffs, and I too had a matchup uh, with Big with, with uh, Big Bry in the loser bracket, uh, but uh, we decided to call them out. Well, Big Bry called me out actually on the show, yeah. And there was a little wager going on. Uh, whiskey for whiskey, whiskey for whiskey. Loser send whiskey to the winners. Uh, so uh, Juice here, he's gonna be sending some of our fine Kentucky bourbon yeah, up we, north. We and did, we did split. So I'll, hopefully I'll be getting some uh, nice Cleveland, maybe some Cleveland Underground or something like that from up there in Cleveland. You want to uh, know what I got him? What is it? You want to know what I got him? What you? Oh, you, uh, yeah. You told me what was it again? The Jim Beam Single Barrel. The Jim Beam. Oh, that that's a good bottle too. It's it's, it's 108 proof. So oh, crap. Hopefully Fatty can handle his whiskey a little. Bit. <laughs> uh, if he's anything like me, he'll be. Out of I hope I hope he tries to drink it on the show and like doesn't realize how strong it is, which I mean he'll realize it because I think they actually listen. But oh yeah, yeah. Don't don't. So fatty, if you're listening, uh, don't try to drink it on the show. Uh, it, it'll sneak up on you a little bit real quick. All right. Uh, that pretty much it for the vamp league. Uh, which technically I would have won if it wouldn't have been for Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb. Oh yeah. Wouldn't have been for well, if it wouldn't have been for Derrick Henry, I'd still would have won. Yeah. Oh yeah. But they, Chubb they didn't help matters none, but Yeah. I was pretty close. I was closer than what I thought I'd be. Yeah. After after the Henry game, I was I ended up a lot closer than what I thought I'd yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, you did. You were down quite a bit after the Henry game. Uh actually but both our scores uh were pretty close. What I think I beat Big Bry by like eight points. You didn't beat him by much. Yeah. Uh I, I was hanging in there by the end of my seat, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I pulled it out, so I guess I get a bottle of uh, right. whiskey. Yeah, we'll get some whiskey to drink, and we'll have it on show I'll, here. Yeah, I'll, I'll send them some good stuff. So, oh yeah, uh, Jim Beam Single Barrel is good stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, we say we get a news time. News time. All right, uh, Giannis, the Greek freak. And uh, the Milwaukee Bucks have reached a Supermax deal. He signs, I'm not sure how many years it is. It's seven years, five years? Probably five. Five years. $228 million contract. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's Supermax. Like, that's Almost what these guys a quarter are of a million dollars for uh, five years. Yeah, I mean, that's what these guys are getting paid. So, 
I'm almost, sure almost fifty million a year. Yeah, there's some. There's probably some weird. And he's a two-time MVP. I mean, if oh. if he's if he's gonna get the uh, uh, max contract, he I mean, he is a max player. So oh yeah, absolutely. You he's give he's not one of them that I worry about with with max contracts. He's one of those guys that have earned the max contract. And you know, like I I, th- I don't remember it was a couple episodes ago, but I was talking about. Uh, Bam out of bio getting it and kind of taking the prestige away from the max deal yeah. a little bit. Giannis is not one of them that right. I'm talking about with that. Right. Obviously, he's one of the best three or four players in the league. So, oh, yeah, I have no issues with him getting it. I was kind of on the edge of my seat a little bit trying to. I didn't know if Milwaukee was going to give it to him or if he I was didn't gonna know end if he up walking. Stay. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of more. I knew he was going to get super max somewhere. I just didn't know. If it was going to be in Milwaukee or not, right. so but I'm glad for for Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a good uh, that's a that's a great sports town. Yeah, it is. they support their teams and and they deserve a winner just as much as anybody else. So I'm glad oh, yeah. to see them stay. Uh, you know they got the Brewers who you know who usually are pretty good. Yeah, they they uh, go back and forth with the Brewers. They got the Packers. They got the Packers, and you know Packers won a couple championships. Yeah, uh, and, and they pack it. All right, no matter what they pack. The, those stadiums. Oh yeah, so yeah. When when they're allowed fans, obviously. Yeah, right, but. right. All right. Uh, let's move on. Auburn uh, fires coach uh, Gus Malzahn. Uh, you got any thoughts on that? Uh, as long as they've stuck with him, it surprises me. I yeah. thought they probably should have. I think it's a few years too late, honestly. Uh, but he's kind of always pulled out some kind of win that has kind of saved it. And right, kind of give Auburn hope. Beats Alabama, but or, right, right. yeah, I think I think Gus is a better offense coordinator than he is a head coach. I mean, he's an offensive genius. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't make don't make no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I think he's a pretty good head coach. Let I just don't know if this. he's what Auburn expects. Do, do you think he could make the jump to the NFL as an offensive coordinator? As an offensive coordinator, yes. Right, absolutely. I, I, I'm not gonna say head coach right no. now. I mean, somebody would, might would take a chance on him, but I doubt it. No, I think. He, if if he was to go to say a Cincinnati, a West Virginia, a Minnesota, now I don't know Minnesota's kind of kind of perking up in their expectations a little bit at the moment, but you know like a a a school that's got some name value and that is not going to be laughed at walking into recruits' right. house, but a team like you're not he he. He's not a good enough head coach to meet what Auburn is expecting. Uh-huh. Arkansas, yeah. If he go to Arkansas, Arkansas would be a good. They'd be happy him. with him. He'd still um, stay in the SEC. Yeah. Um. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not coming up with much off the top of my. Florida State would fucking love him at this point. Oh yeah. Point. Florida State would need him. I mean, uh, that would be great for them. Yeah. Or. Or like even like a, a Memphis. Yeah. Like he'd be really good at a he Memphis would. or he would. something like that. Like or I'm Houston. Not, yeah, I'm not trying to take nothing away from yeah. from Gus as a coach. I think he's a pretty good head coach, but I don't know if he's a good enough head coach to meet the expectations at a school like Auburn. Right. All right. So let me ask you this: if if you're if you're one of the top candidates for uh, a head coaching position in college, would you take the Auburn position? Why not? I mean, they're they're a good program, but they're not an elite program. They're not they're not your Alabamas or no, Ohio but they States. can be. 
They can be. They can, Auburn can be at the top. Don't make no mistake about it. I Auburn look at has, them more like an LSU. Oh, well, LSU. Yeah. They they, can, you can make championship like runs at right, LSU. Yeah, I'm not saying you can't. The, the thing I, I would perennial. look at. The thing I would look at as being head coaches, obviously you have your Clemson's, Bama's, Ohio State's, right? Your your blue bud top tradition kind of schools, right? But then you've also got this tier of schools, and the main thing that you need to look at is will this school give me the resources that I need to succeed? You're gonna get that at Auburn. Yeah, you can get whatever you need, whatever you think you need to succeed at Auburn. You're gonna get. Uh, LSU, Florida, uh, Tennessee's even proven that they'll put out the money. Okay, so if, if, if you're Auburn, what coaches would you be looking at? Uh, would you be looking at retreads? Would you be looking at uh, I want some, I want smaller some, schools. I want somebody that's got some experience <coughs> at the head coach as a head coach. Okay, but would you hire a retread? Would you try to uh, dip into the NFL? No, it you? depends on who the retread would be. Right. Um, uh, okay, we'll say say Tom Herman gets fired from uh, uh, from Texas. Would you hire Tom Herman? Yeah, well, I who would? I don't great, mind Tom Herman. Tom Herman was a great coach at uh, what was it? Houston. He went to yeah Houston. Yeah, yeah he, he left Ohio State. The, went to went, Houston. Built them up. And built them up. Now he's at Texas, and, yeah. And Houston, since he's left there, Houston's thrived. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind Herman. Um, Which I'm surprised he hasn't done. If much I'm Auburn, Texas, I might even reach out and see if maybe Lane Kiffin be interested in jumping ship. Ooh, I was, you know, it's because Ole Miss is a good school, it, but that it, ain't Auburn. It's you know? funny you say that because you know, and you know, it'd be a rivalry game with. His mentor Nick right, Saban, right? I would love that. Uh, I, I was. It's funny you say that because I was thinking about that earlier today when I was looking at the news and I was looking at that. I was like, I think Lane Kiffin would be a good fit down there. I think that would be a good move, and I know that the media is going to bring the same shit they did up when Ohio State's job opening was available. But uh, what's the defensive coordinator at Ohio State that almost got the job when Ryan Day got it? He used to be Rutgers head coach. Oh, uh, Greg Schiano. He is Rutgers head coach now. Is he? Is he yeah. back at Rutgers? He he went back to Rutgers. I don't. I don't. I don't mind him. I like. Greg I Schiano. thought Greg Schiano would be a good fit at Ohio State. But I thought Ryan Day was a better fit. I agree with you on Ohio State because, or or a Big Ten school period because well, which Rutgers is a Big Ten school they're right, just not right. an upper tier yeah. one um, and they probably won't be no. but he he's uh and 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 you guys see when he had his success with Rutgers before they weren't in the Big Ten they were right I can't remember Big East maybe yeah, uh, I think they were an original member of the the Big East yeah before uh, West Virginia and all them but yeah, Greg Greg Schiano, I, I kind of wonder because he he does well in the Big Ten with the big hog mollies and stuff. He he's you know he like to could you bring that to the SEC? Oh, you can, but look at uh, who was it that did that at Arkansas? The former uh, Wisconsin yeah, coach, he came from... uh, Brett Bielma. Yeah, he it didn't work. But that's Arkansas. He couldn't have done that at Auburn. He could try. He could get better talent at Auburn. He could get better talent, but. So the SEC's played in the trenches. Don't make no mistakes about it. Like, yeah, but they're 
but it ain't necessarily run it down power you to death. Right. But it's one in the trenches and one with defense. Now, you're starting to see teams like Ohio State where they spread it out and they got a lot more speed. Ohio State would match up better in the SEC because they got the speed. Ohio State's the only team in the Big Ten that would stand a chance in the SEC. Right, right. You know, Penn State's They have SEC talent. Yeah, Penn State's going to get run out of the building. Michigan's going to get laughed at. Michigan can't even... They can't even compete in the Big Ten. I mean, they can't even beat freaking... Who was it that beat them? The junior college that beat them or whatever. Yeah, I mean, so... Yeah, Ohio State's the only one in the Big Ten. Wisconsin's not going to compete in the SEC. I'm trying to think of more... Big Ten schools. I mean, Northwestern's not going to compete in the SEC. Ohio State's the only team that could jump from the Big Ten to the SEC and, and compete. And, and succeed, probably. Yeah, I mean, right. they're, they're going to win most of their games. Right. I would – the Alabama game would be fun. Oh, uh, yeah, to play Alabama. Like, SEC championship every yeah, year. I'd love that. That would be fun. Actually, I can't wait till we play Alabama um, – Later on in like maybe twenty twenty five or twenty twenty six, I think, but we're scheduled to one and one with them. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, actually, they they've scheduled quite a few games. We got a Notre Dame game, I think, maybe next year or the year after. Uh, all right, so let's move on real quick. Uh, we're gonna touch lightly on this uh, Major League Baseball. The Cleveland Indians will no longer be the Indians uh, starting in 2021. So this, I mean, following the 2021 season. Okay, so 2021, they'll still be the Cleveland Indians. Right. But after that, they're going to try to come up with a rebrand. Right. Um, they've had, I've heard a few names thrown around. Uh, Spiders, which was actually the original Ugh. Cleveland team. I know, I know. But it was the original Cleveland team. I looked at some of their... Uh, logos that they put out online about that and it's actually looked pretty cool uh still but Ugh. yeah and then they had but but the alternatives they had the other one i, I like cleveland rocks because you know they yeah. got the rock and roll hall yeah. of fame up there and all that so i, I mean, don't hate that, that one be, i don't hate that one hell i'd call them the cleveland browns cleveland oh, i'm trying to think of something else if you're gonna i would i would gear the name toward music, if it was me. Yeah, I think so, because, I mean, you got your Hall of Fame, or, I mean, the only other thing you got is football. Yeah, right? you can't you can't gear it toward football because you're the baseball team, so you want to separate yourself a little bit. Right. But you still want to hold true to, yeah, I would, I would gear it toward music, whatever the name would be. Like, uh, I always thought uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, uh-huh. I always thought they should have been the Memphis Blues. Yeah, but, but, but originally Memphis was the Grizzlies came from Vancouver. They were the right. Vancouver Grizzlies. But I thought when they went from Vancouver, they I can remember the Vancouver right. Grizzlies. Yeah, I thought they should have you, changed that. To I'm not Blues. sure if you can remember this. You might have been pretty young to remember. You were alive, but you you might not have remembered. Big Country, Bryant Reeves. That was their first round pick, their their, their inaugural season. Nah, I don't um, that. It's a big old, uh, big, big old white center. He yeah. was he was big boy. Uh, he got the name Big Country. Uh, Big country Bryant Reeves. He's a big boy. He's like a, a white shack. Okay. Yeah, he he he's pretty big. I don't remember that, but I, I do. I and I still wish they would to this day change it to the Memphis Blues, because I think it would be I mean, you got the Utah Jazz, but I mean Yeah, but then you got you also got who is it, the St. Louis Blues in, in hockey? 
So? Uh, no. I mean, you got other teams. So you, that... you don't want to compete with hockey? Well, <laughs> still, you know, I don't know. I I mean, I kind of like the Memphis, Memphis Grizzlies because, I mean, it's... I just, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I hate that, like, as a city, like, you ain't going to see a grizzly bear in Memphis. No, like... you're not going to see... But you, you, you see bears in Tennessee. They're just not grizzly bears. Yeah, they're bears. just not grizzly bears. Yeah. If you wanted it. to be the Memphis Brown Bears. Right. Like, okay. Or Black Bears. Or, or Black Bears. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, whatever's down there. I'm not from Tennessee. Uh, I'm but... not either. I just need to call them Bears. Bears are Bears. Yeah. So I, you know, white Bears, Polar Bears. A Polar Bear. Bear. That's yeah. it. The rest of them are, yeah, the rest of you're them are either, Brown Bears. Like... You're Bears. Oh. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I don't hate the Cleveland Spider because, like I said, I've seen, I seen the logo of it. Um, I don't know. logo was actually kind of cool. I don't know if I'd keep the same colors, but the logo was cool. Maybe if they would have, I don't know, do like a black and red or something like that. I mean, but that's so cliche with spiders, right. you know. But I mean, yeah, but if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna do something like that, okay, so let's rebrand the Cleveland Indians right now. If I'm gonna do something to that nature, all right. Okay, like I said, if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it themed around music. Okay, but whatever. Let's go with the original, the Cleveland Spiders. Yeah, that... so if you're gonna do something like that, I would go. What I would do is I would go black and red. Mm-hmm. And I would name them the Cleveland Widows. Widows, Ooh. as in the Black Widow. But and when, then, but the thing is, here's the thing though: if you call them widows, widows are women. Well, that's true. You know, I, I mean, I'm not saying, or even the Black Widows, like the Black. And widow. then it'd be the the Black Widow as the spider. Your themes are black and red. You can your the uniforms would be coolest. I think they would too. But I think they would too. You I really like the, the emblem that they had. They had like the C, but they also had a spider in it somehow attached to the C. That'd it, be cool. It, it was actually a really cool emblem they cool. had. I, like I said, I still like they need to go the rock and roll route. I was like that would that be too, more apparent to the city yeah. of Cleveland. Yeah, like, yeah. Because there, there's two things. Well, three things you probably talk about in Cleveland, and and two of them is. Uh, rock and roll, Hall of Fame, and, and football, and football, and then the other one is food. So, and I, I can't come. What are you gonna, you know, call them? The Cleveland sandwiches, the Cleveland hoagies. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and and really, you can talk about food in a lot of different towns. So right. I think you can. I think you kind of stay away from that. A yeah, bit, yeah, but. I think so too. All right, well, let's move on from past that real quick. I got one little tidbit before we get into NFL talk. Uh. Floyd Mayweather Jr. wants to fight. I cannot believe you're Jake Paul. This. Uh, this is hilarious. I would love. I would. I would pay for that fight to it's watch signed. that fight. I would watch it. It's signed. They don't want to do it. It's signed. Right. Well. Right. I, I'm. Whenever they do it, I'm gonna pay to watch. Why? It. Because I want to see this Jake Paul get his ass knocked. All right. Out. As long as that's what. Well, he. I don't think. I don't think Mayweather's going to knock him out. I think Mayweather could knock him out. I, I mean, I think he probably could, but Mayweather doesn't have a whole lot of punch power. But Mayweather's going to make this guy look like a idiot. Yes, he is. Like I want to see him get bloody. This guy's been in one fight. It was, Two fights. He's won both fights. Um, but nobody Ain't relative. he the one that fought Nate Robinson? Uh, yeah, he's the one. Who else did he fight? I, I can't remember the guy's name, but... I, Last night I kind of googled this guy because I wanted to talk about this, so I didn't want to look like an idiot. Right. Talk. I, of course, I seen the knockout. I, I wasn't that impressed by the knockout. I mean, Nate Robinson was in over his head, but by far. Uh, you know, I mean, you're going up against. I mean, you got like a a, a five six, five seven guy going up against a 
six plus foot guy, um, of course he's gonna have a huge reach advantage. Oh yeah, Nate um, was Nate was like, Nate should never touch that. But he called out Conor McGregor. I know. And I seen on I think it was ESPN I seen that Amanda Nunez called him back out. So let's do it, me and you. I think Amanda Nunez she knocked beat him out. Her beat his ass. She knocked him out in thirty seconds. Oh, Connor knocked him out in fifteen. Oh, like, I would, I would. This guy's talking so much. It would shit. It would take Connor McGregor longer to walk across the ring than it would to knock this kid out. Like, I'm <laughs> he, not even playing. And he, Mayweather's gonna make this guy look like a complete idiot. Mayweather. The only reason Mayweather. I'll pay to this, watch this fight. The only reason I'm not paying for it. It's. It's going to be $60 plus, and I'm not paying for to watch this kid get embarrassed because I'm oh. going to start feeling bad for him. Or I'll uh, do a, a fire stick. If we, yeah, like if we can figure out a way to watch it for free, I'll watch it just tune in and laugh. But, if not, I'll I'll YouTube it afterwards. But uh, Yeah, this is going to be a comical, like, I'm not, the, Mayweather's going to walk out of this thing with 60 to $70 million in his pocket, and he's not going to have a scratch on him. The, uh, this kid won't touch him. Did they re- release a date for the fight yet? I want to say it's either in February or April. I didn't know if they confirmed it and they actually signed the deal yet. Oh, it's signed. it's signed. I remember it's signed. I didn't see it. I heard about it, but I didn't. I didn't. It is I signed. Didn't I just signed. can't remember the exact right. date. I th- I want to say February or April one. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, let's move on here and get into the NFL news. Uh, the Packers. Claim uh, the NFC North, uh, and they're still in play for the number one seed. Um, Kansas City clinches the AFC West. Shocker. And uh, Washington, they're uh, vaulted into first place right now um, in the NFC East. Do you think they're the ones that are going to come out on top? Yeah, I do. Um, I brought it up in on the legal ham or the the cheap ham party, right? Uh, I think Ron Rivera should get some. I don't necessarily think Say Ron Rivera should it, win it, but he should. Get, I think he, he should, should be, be considered candidate. right for I, a coach of the year. I wouldn't object to that. I like I like Riverboat Ron. He yeah, he's a he's, hell of a coach. What he's done, Dylan, especially the biggest thing for me is because we were talking about Shiano right, and whether he should be coach of the year, and I think he's a very good candidate as well. But wait a minute, who'd you say? Or you said Shiano? Yeah, I did. Uh, um, uh, Stefanski. Yes. Uh, we were talking about whether he should be coach of the year right. or not. So, and then I kind of brought up that I thought Ron Rivera should be considered. Oh, yeah. Uh, because not only did he deal with the same aspect that Stefanski dealt with uh-huh. in Cleveland with being in the middle of a pandemic and changing the schemes and kind of trying to change yep. the culture and the mindset. Rivera dealt with all that as well, not to mention – a name change, uh, and having to try to be a part of that and figure just out how you're going to rebrand the Daniel team. Snyder, the other shit. Yeah, the, the fiasco with Daniel Snyder and the sexual harassment claims right. that came out in the offseason. His daughter works there and having to try to figure out is, you know, like, is this really as bad as what these reports are saying? Yeah. And then having to change that culture. Yep. And, I mean, just having to deal with Daniel Snyder in general, anybody that wins in Washington. Oh, I yeah. Think, I mean, Snyder... We can talk about that on another episode. Now, Snyder is a ridiculous joke. Yeah, yeah, he's a if joke. If you can win in spite of Snyder. You should be co- considered yeah, coach of the year every year. Yeah, you should be considered for it, period. Uh, now, the th- one thing I will say about uh, Ron Rivera, 
He's a defensive-minded coach. He is. Um, he's uh, uh, inherited a really good Washington defense, actually. Oh, not bad. But in the scheme, they were running 3-4 last year. Right. But, I mean, they got four first-rounders on yeah. – on, on their defensive line alone. Yeah, you got Young, you got Kerrigan, you got uh, Sweat, you got um, crap, you Payne, you got Payne. both those guys from Alabama. Yeah, uh, Payne, and I can't remember who the other guy is. Uh, both your defensive tackles though are, are set. Then you got Sweat and Kerrigan on the outside. Yeah, which Kerrigan he could fit in a three-four. He was and actually Kerrigan a fits very fit. well in a three-four. Sweat does does not. He's better no, with his yeah, hand in the dirt. He is. Um, all right. Uh. What's his name? Uh, Adams from uh, Seattle. He used to be with the Jets. Oh, Jamal. J- yeah, Jamal Adams. He's uh, um, set the record for uh, sacks by a defensive back. With um, I think he's at eight and a half right now. Shocker. He's basically a linebacker in that yeah. system at this point. Like, he is pretty he's much. He's an old Cam Chancellor. Yeah, yeah, he pretty much is. Uh, which that don't shock me. He's actually oh, he's built for it. He looks better than Cam, really. I mean, he's not quite yeah. as big as Cam, but he's younger, a little bit faster, a little faster. He don't he get a little more speed. I think I'd he's like just all over him. better safety. His uh, cover skills lack. I mean, he's a well, Cam's cover skills lack. I know too, they like... did. He's he's a little better coverage than what Cam is, but yeah. you don't need him to be in that defense. No, I mean, you know, he's basically in that role, so he's ba- he's in the box. The majority of the time. Right, yeah. He's kind of covering tight ends. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I think he'll end up with double-digit sacks. What do you think? What's he at right now? Eight and a half, I think. Yeah, he'll probably end up with it. All right. Uh, Jalen Hurts wins his first game as a starter um, and stunts the Saints. That that was a huge stunner. I lost yeah. on that game on my picks. Um, I was totally dead wrong. Yeah. Um, even if Hurts – Still had a good game. I still thought the Saints would come out because, you know, the Saints yeah. are a far more talented team right now. Well, I mean, well, no, you said we were going to talk about what I said pre-show earlier or later on, right? We will. We will. Okay. We will. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like Hurts. Uh, he gave the offense a spark to Philadelphia. Um, he could uh, – you know, if they could string a few wins together, this NFC East being as weak as it is, they could come out on top. I mean, if you, if you string anything together in the NFC East, you got a shot at it. Even Dallas. Uh, yeah, they could still they, string some. Know, they together. won last week, you know, given it was against Cincinnati, but, you know. Yeah, but if they string. They're still an NFL team. If they string three or four of them together here, like. A six, a six and ten team could win this division. Yeah. Uh, well, no. What is Washington? They're, I think they're at six right now. They're six. So if they lose out, so they're six and seven. Yeah, if they lose out, I'm pretty sure it just comes down to tiebreakers at that point. I think it's going to be probably a either an eight and eight or seven and nine team. That I'd gets say in. it's a seven and nine. That yeah. gets in. I, I'd say too. Washington I mean, has the best chance to get to eight and eight, but I'd say it's probably seven and nine. I'd have to look at Washington's schedule going forward. Okay, yeah, I, I couldn't remember. I know I was um, eight and five last week, but or I mean five and eight. I'm sorry, last week in in fantasy. For some reason, I was thinking we were, but yeah, this week's went went ahead. So we are week fifteen coming up. Uh, all right. So uh, 
Drew Brees is finally activated off the IR. I don't oh, know well, this is when I was going to talk about it anyways. Okay. Taysom Hill's been exposed. Mm-hmm. I don't think Brees plays this week. No. But Taysom Hill's exposed. Uh, he's not the answer. He's not a quarterback. He's a really good football player. He's a good football player. I don't think he's, but he's a, not a quarterback. And and I don't think I would give him one, one position. I I would utilize I would him like they've been utilized. Yeah. Well, he, I, there's no reason you can't move him in and out of tight end and out of the slot. And you can and still him use him at quarterback. Yeah, he can take a snap or two. Like there's but no reason. But if I don't want him starting my whole game, if Breeze does not play this week, it needs to be Jameis. Jameis needs to be the starter. Jameis gives you the best chance, aside from Drew Brees, to win a game. Yeah. Uh, Taysom Hill, he's going to win you a few games, but he he just he's got the ability. Up. But you're what he's what I I seen it the other. I wish he, I'd looked it up. He's over. He's thirty years old already. Well, but he's he's or or more maybe. Even as a starter right now, he's thrown like four interceptions and lost two fumbles or yeah. Or something of that nature, he just to what he's been starting. Yeah. He's exposed. He's he not has. a quarterback. No. He can't read a defense. Well, I mean, he can do, like, slight reads, like reading half the field. Right. But, but they do that in college. Yeah. You read half the field in college. Hell, most big-time high schools can do that. Yeah. That's what most of them in Texas are doing. Yeah. Like, you just cut off half the field, let him read that half, and make a decision. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, I'm not big on Taysom Hill. Like I said, I... I like him more as his old role. As, I, love as, him. I I think I I agree with you. He's he's a football player. Yeah, and he's a really good one. He is. I'm he's not trying really... to take it away from him. He's not a quarterback. And he deserves every penny he's Sean, making. He's Sean... not making quarterback pay. He's no. making gadget play. It's what a top seven line. eight million. Yeah, I think he like signed for like three years, like eighteen nineteen million, something like that. Maybe twenty one million. Like six. Six something. Yeah, six or seven. Six or Close seven. To seven million yeah. Million. Yeah, that's fine. It might have been fine like a three that. year, twenty one million, something like that. Fine with that. But Sean Payton's like trying to swallow his pride because his dumb ass come out and said he was the next Steve Young. Yeah, and that was uh that and, and they also promised him in the offseason that he would get an opportunity to win the starting position. Well he's had his chance. Quit fucking he's had sacrificing games. Like Go ahead and put Jameson if 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 you don't unless you don't think Jameson, you know, can win you some games, but from what I've James seen, I think he can. James James can win you games last year when he was horrible at reading defenses and throwing it into triple coverage. I think Jamison would give you an extra wrinkle in the offense because he can throw the ball downfield. Well, he can freaking sling it, too. Yes, he can. So, I mean... It's like, when he was throwing into triple coverage last year, though, the Buccaneers were still in the hunt. Like... Yeah. And they I were know. stringing together wins. Like When hey, he set the record for interception thrown in a season... They, you know, they, they were still they finished eight and eight. They, they weren't a laughing stock. Like, I mean, they were a good defense still, but I mean, even if they had an okay defense, I still think they would have won at least six, seven well, games. Hell, the Saints are sitting there right now with one of the hottest defenses in the league. Right. Like, yeah. Why not put him in there? So give give yourself an opportunity to win. Like, like I said, I think that would give you an extra wrinkle, in my opinion. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, Let's move on. That's pretty much all the news, other than a, a few little tidbit of injuries. Uh, we uh, a few other players went on the COVID list. Uh, Hollywood Brown. Yeah, Hollywood Brown. Uh, who just you say? Who else you say? I don't remember now. I can't remember who the other one was, but yeah, we ain't got it written down, so we'll just move on. Let's, what the hell you think we are, professionals? Yeah, we ain't no professionals. Let's move on the list. That, uh, 
this uh, subject is uh, Christmas foods. Doesn't matter what your favorite Christmas foods. It can't. It don't have to be sides or anything in general. What okay. is your favorite Christmas time foods to have? Okay. So we'll start it off. Uh, your top four. Yeah. Let's hear uh, your number four. Uh, well, I got this one from TikTok. So obviously, we did what was the Thanksgiving or whatever. Yeah. I pulled two from. Take, uh, uh, from TikTok. Thanksgiving, right. So I pulled another one from TikTok. I kind of put the message out there. Hey, like, I need some Christmas ideas. Okay. Um, I really struggle with, like, holiday-themed foods most of the time because I'm kind of like, okay, look, well, what do you consider, like, you know? Right. So, I like, mean, I we just... have ham more than once a year. Yeah, well, I just kind of throw... Like so I So I'll throw it out there on TikTok, like, hey, like, what do you consider this? And give me like something. Okay. And then I'll take the ones I like. All right. So I got quite a few actually from there. But the, the one I really liked, I'm going to put it at number four. It's called Strawberry Milkshake Cookies. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Don't take this. Fucking fantastic. Hold on a minute. Let me read you the description. I got to go back to TikTok and, and pull the message back up. Um. So it's you take a strawberry cake, a box of strawberry cake, uh-huh. and one teaspoon of baking powder, two eggs, a third cup of vegetable oil. Don't I, mix it. I have. <laughs> I know you've seen those. Yeah, before. I have. I have. I've seen a bunch of them. Uh, third cup of vegetable oil, half teaspoon of vanilla, and two cups of white chocolate chips, and you make freaking cookies out of it. Ooh, it sounds good. Right? Yeah, it sounds Does really it good. Does it not? It does. Sounds really good. I love strawberry milkshake. That's my favorite. Speaking milkshake. of which, if you're gonna go back, uh, if you're actually gonna go try these, it's three. It's uh, bake them 350 degrees for 10 minutes. Okay, I I definitely. I try might it. actually try it. Like I, I, I love like, strawberry is my favorite fruit. Like, so like usually what I do, like how this usually works, is I throw it out there to a couple people that I communicate back and forth with on TikTok, right. and so they'll say like. Uh, you know, Christmas cracker, and and then I'll be like, mm, yeah, okay, what's that? And then they'll mm-hmm. explain it to me, or or they'll throw something else out there, and then so I got strawberry milkshake cookies, and I was like, hold up, yeah, what the hell is that? Like, that just sounds good. Yeah, it I, does. I love that. Yeah. All right. Well, let me give you my number four real quick. Uh, my number four favorite Christmas food, actually. You know, Christmas time thing. Uh, Little Debbie's uh, Christmas trees. Yeah. Okay. I I love a Christmas tree. You know, you can only get them around Christmas yeah. time. Um, I love Christmas trees. Okay. There's there's nothing like the uh, cream on the inside and a little sparkly little crunches of the uh, outside of it. Uh, I love it. It's it's so good. All right. So I'm gonna come back at you with my number three real okay. quick. Peanut butter fudge. I do. I like oh, peanut butter fudge. I love peanut butter fudge. I love me some. I um, like peanut butter roll too. Oh yeah, we were talking I about that with good. the pumpkin pie and the pumpkin roll. I I like pumpkin roll yeah, too. I, I like the peanut butter rolls too, but uh, I love some peanut butter fudge. So this lady at work, which uh, you're sitting there holding hostage, my monster cookies, who made those, yeah, but yeah. Uh, she uh, makes uh, which I haven't tried, and I would love to try them, uh, a crunchy peanut butter a chunky peanut butter fudge like with, I ain't the, with the with the you know chunky peanut butter with the yeah, I ain't in it. It. 
I've, I've never she had it. Actual but, peanuts in it? Well, yeah, she uses like the chunky. Does she just butter. use crunchy peanut butter? I think she uses chunky peanut butter. I'll yeah, sprinkle some damn peanuts on it too, Ooh. or something like that. I, I don't know. But, on it. Oh. Yeah, she, it it sounds good. Yeah, it, it does. It does. I'm following it, but I, right. I do. I love me some peanut butter fudge. All right. So what's your number three? The holiday pies from McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> I love it. How did I know that? I don't know, but I love it. Thanks. I did, ain't even quiet. Did, didn't you say something like that on Illegal Ham on one of their episodes? Yeah, I did. Y'all were talking about that. I did. They it was a uh, favorite seasonal food or whatever. Like they were, it was <laughs> you know like fall, winter, uh, Christmas time. Right. Things. It was anything that like only comes out once in a you know, whatever, mm-hmm. at one specific time of the year. All right. And it was fast food was the topic. Like okay. the, those yeah, seasonal yeah, fast right. food. It was a holiday pie. I yeah. love holiday pies. I, I remember that. I went I through remember. McDonald's the other day and I had my boss on the phone because my boss can't do anything without me. Um, <laughs> and I'm just like, hold on, I've got to order. Just chill out for a minute. And he's like, okay. So I get up there and I'm like, can I get two McDoubles? Uh, a large Dr. Pepper and two holiday pies because it's the first time I'd ever seen the uh, the, the sign the holiday, right. it says it. So I'm like, and I need two holiday pies. And she goes, well, actually our holiday pies aren't in yet. And I was like, well, just give me the rest of it then. Because she was trying to pitch me like, you know, we have apple pies. And then she goes, uh, oh, actually, I'm so sorry. I was just informed that we do have the holiday pies. We just got them in today. And I was like, okay, put them back on the order then. (laughs) And he said, I've never heard your voice go from so excited to sheer depressed to so excited excited in the matter of a minute. (laughs) So, yeah, I love holiday pies. All right, so what's your number two then? Uh, Christmas punch. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm not Uh, sure. So you take uh, vanilla ice cream, uh, Hawaiian punch, and um, uh, Sprite. Like a float. Like a root beer float on. Uh, well, we make it in a big, huge punch bowl. Okay. My, like, it's the whole box of ice cream, and then oh, you take shit. the whole thing of um, Hawaiian punch and right. pour it over top of it. And then it's like, um, it's not a full two liter, but like the liter bottles, mm-hmm. and throw the Sprite in there. Okay. And then kind of stir it all right. together, and kind of let that ice cream start to melt, and then scoop it all out with your ladle. That's how we do it. I, I guess you could take. Had that oh, it is, I, I'll make it. It's delicious. Oh my gosh! It's fan freaking tastic. It does sound good. I don't, I don't think I've ever had that. All right. Well, I'm gonna come What's back with you. My number two, uh, Buckeyes. I thought about Buckeyes. Man, I don't ever get like authentic homemade Buckeyes. I just get the little ones that you right. buy. Right. I usually of. don't either most of the time, but uh, maybe that's something we might be able to get when we go to Cleveland. Maybe. Uh, maybe we. Maybe. Maybe we can get some people that we have friends in Cleveland to maybe try to make us some. So we, I can try some authentic ones. Maybe Fatty's mama can make us some. That's kind of what I'm hinting at. Yeah, that would be a great <laughs> I don't one. want Fatty to make them, but uh, no. somebody knows or, what the hell they're doing. Uh, or the wife. Uh, actually, I might try to have uh, my wife make some. She's pretty good at baking uh, good desserts. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So, uh, you want to come back at me with your one? Yeah, you want to hear my number one? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. My number one is the holiday ham. Okay. Um, I love the ham. Ham's my favorite, like one of my favorite foods. You can make it in a sandwich. I like it. I like it baked. Uh, I'll I'll 
I've never had it fried, but other than, you know, on a fry top, but right. uh, in pieces. But you make sandwiches out of it the next day. Uh, this year, I think I'm going to try to smoke our ham. Usually, we do the pineapples and the cherries. Yeah. So, so this year, I'm going to try to smoke it with um, some cherry wood. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to spritz it. Instead of sprissing it with, like, apple cider or apple juice, um, I'm going to use pineapple juice. And then I'm going to take it out. And, and then add, you know, add the pineapples to it. Okay. Later on. Okay. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna smoke it this year. I ain't hating on it. So I like the idea. I gotta have ham for Christmas. I like the idea. Yeah, I mean, usually we have it for Christmas dinner and whatnot. But and and I really like ham too. But it's not like one of those things that I'm like, oh, I can't wait for ham. You All know right. What I mean? Yeah, because you can have that. At- thanksgiving too right a lot of people have it we we normally do i eat it year round i always keep at least a pack of ham that, like that's in the, true that's in the true. fridge and, and but the holiday ham it is with, it's, with it's a special pineapples like, and all that but you know whatever you put in yeah, it cloves whatever dinner I mean. at christmas just kind of wouldn't be the same without a ham so right. yeah I, I mean i get it okay uh so what's your number one? Christmas tree cakes for okay. little dead. That's my number four. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, them damn things got crack on them. I don't <laughs> give a damn what little Debbie tells you. Them things got crack on them. They are good. And I bought the damn little Debbie big box from Walmart, and I was mad as hell because I get home thinking that I might actually get some of them oh, before yeah. my daughter and the fiance tears into them because I was like, I got the big box. I got the big box. It ain't even they. They six of them things in there. They just twice freaking twice as big. Oh my god! I I I like the big ones too. I mean, I'm not gonna hate on them because I would eat the big ones. Right. But, Listen, I ain't uh, I ain't hating on them being bigger either. But the normal size ones are the perfect size. I would They're have perfect. Uh, bought two boxes and been like, here, y'all split that. They're perfect. I'm gonna start hiding them in the car. Yeah, that, that's a good like, idea. I'm 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 not even playing. I'm gonna hide them. <laughs> Yeah, they are good. It. I love them. I ain't above it. All right. So we're uh, done with our list. Let's get on to... Uh, hey, you reckon we can get the wife to make these milkshake cookies, though? Possibility. She, she's good Because I can't bake worth a crap. I burn everything. I can cook, but I can't bake worth a crap. I'm kind of right there with you. Unless I'm, like, baking a lasagna or baking meatloaf. Yeah, I, I'm a, I can't either. To, you let me talk to her. She's still mad at you. For oh, yeah. She probably, yeah. <laughs> I'll probably be in the doghouse for at least at least another few days That's anyways. All right. All right I'll uh, get us some cookies. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's get on to one for the money. All right, what you got? This is where I'll make fun of you. All right, you make fun of me on this. Uh, we were talking about this game earlier. Uh, I'm taking uh, Washington to cover the spread versus the Seahawks. Washington is... Uh, Five and a half point underdog, um, and forty four and a half over under. You know I don't like the West Coast teams traveling east. Um, it's an early game. So the uh, one o'clock kickoff. That's yeah. about to be my next question. Yeah, it is a one o'clock kickoff. Um, Seahawks, their defense sucks. Um, yeah. Washington's defense is actually really underrated. They got a really good, solid defense. They're playing really good defense. Yeah, they are. I'm They're not uh, on that. Riverboat Ron, we were talking about it earlier. You know, who should be in consideration for right. of the year. He, you know, he got that team playing well. That defense is playing really well. Um, they got the ultimate game manager in Alex, Alex Smith. Smith. Uh, even uh, Dwayne Haskins came in a relief, looked really good last week. Uh, well, him just being around a professional setting, I think that's what should make him. him a better quarterback. I agree. I, I think last year he didn't have 
the people, the right people around him. I mean, he uh, had all the talent in the world at Ohio State. Right. I'm not hating on man's talent. I'm not. Just, I'm not just talking about talent. I'm talking about the infrastructure within the yes. building. He, I don't think should, he had that, and I think that, it's a big thing. Yeah, him being around that professional setting should make him a better quarterback. If I was Rivera, I'd try to keep him around at least for another season. No, he's not a. Uh, uh, He's not a. I don't he, know if you'd go back he's to under him. contract and he's cheap. Well, I guess you so can do whatever the hell you want, but I'd keep him at least as a backup. I mean, yeah, I mean, unless I got a decent offer for him, like right. I'm not just going to throw him out there for a six round pick. Like, because I, as much as I like him, because I'm I'm a Buckeye homer. You, you watch the kid, and he don't move in the pocket. He's, no, he's he's a statue. He's a statue in the pocket, and and you're seeing more and more. I don't know if you can win with that for you be NFL. To, for you to be a good, great quarterback, you got to be able to move around I'm, a little bit. I'm starting to worry. Not saying that, you got to be a scrambling quarterback, but right. you got to be able to move within the pocket. Right, and you got to be able. I think you almost got to be able to do a decent rollout. I don't know. Right. I don't know. It's really starting to worry me that this the Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was a statue back there. Right. Tom Brady for the longest time was a. He still is, still a, is statue. a statue. Yeah. Um. Drew Brees, is Drew Brees, yeah. well, but yeah. he moves well. Drew Brees moves well within the pocket, and so does Brady. Um, and and Peyton was really good at kind of sliding up if he right. could. But if you asked Peyton to roll out, like it wouldn't happen. No, he early on in his career, you probably could have, but later on, yeah, back there, probably five or six years into it. Oh he yeah, yeah, up. he wasn't the most athletic, but I mean, Eli in, Manning, Eli, that's Eli's another, a little bit more. He's a little athletic, bit more than Peyton, not much. Um, I'm starting to think you almost can't win with those guys anymore. These pass rushers are too damn good. Well, you're seeing like uh, Philip Rivers. I mean, he's had some success, but he's got a wall protecting him most yeah. of the time. Uh, but and he, even then, and even then, he's and still these guys inaccurate. are getting really good at at getting their hands up when they start seeing that arm motion yeah. go. Like you know, JJ Watt, even though he had a you know his twenty sack season. And stuff. What he was known his for. Colin was Card his, was his, knocking that ball JJ down. JJ Swat yeah. knocking swatting that ball down. Uh, so, all right. So, anyways, real quick though. I'm, anyway, I'm, I can get my I can get my take on this. All right, go I ahead. got sidetracked. Uh, I'm not gonna crap on it too much. Um, it's not necessarily the one I feel the greatest about because uh-huh. I think it's scary because Seattle can blow them out very they can. quickly. They can. They can. With as good as that offense is. They they can make a five point spread. I mean, they can jump up on them twenty one nothing real quick. Right, they and can. And that offense. I want to know if Antonio Gibson's going to play. Right, I, we don't. That have would help out. That yeah. would help out. They got to be able to move the ball. Yeah, we don't the have ball, that. Keep the ball out of Russell Wilson's hand. But that defense is good enough. It's, it's because, a very yeah. That's why I'm not going to crap on it too much. Um, because I can see and Chase the fact Young, that they're the traveling. Oh yeah, and last week they had a, a hell of a game. Yeah. All their defensive yeah, line. The fact that Seattle's coming from the West Coast. That that's another reason. Like I'm like okay, I, like, I can I'm see not big on those. I'm not big on those teams coming from the West Coast for the early games like that. Um, right, they're just not used to the times. I can see Washington covering the spread, and it's a five and a half point spread. That's I a pretty mean, decent spread to be taken. Pretty decent spread. So they pretty much got to get a touchdown. To, right. Um, ahead of six points. I don't hate it, but I don't. And I'm taking. I don't the, hate it, but I don't love it. And I'm taking the under on this, actually. It's 44 and a half. I know it's a low number, but I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think they're going to keep Russell Wilson in check. Um, I don't think they're going to win the game. I think Seattle's going to pull out the win. 
but I think it's going to be a small, small margin for error. Um, it's going to be close on that over under, but I'm still going close. with the under. It's kind of a, more of a gut on the under, so it's going to be real close. If you guys uh, normal, if you guys take my betting advice, um, most of the time we've done pretty great. Last week was kind of bad. We don't uh, do terrible on it, but. Uh, uh, these over-unders are really hard to predict. The over-unders are very hard. The main thing that, could you see a 44-and-a-half? Well, could you see? Could you see a 24-20 game? Yeah. That's under. Yeah, yeah. I could that's 44. That's yeah. under. Yeah, and, that, and that's within the points. Yeah, yeah I could. Uh, uh, and what about, could you see a, almost a 90-point game put up by a, the Ravens and the Browns. We're about to get into right. that. Right. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't talk about that. So let's bit. move on real quick, and we'll go on to two for the show, and we'll recap real quick. Let's recap uh, the Pittsburgh uh, at Buffalo game. Buffalo wins twenty six to fifteen. That was a good game, but it wasn't that great of a game. I wanted to see that game because of the heavy hitter. It's pretty cool second half. But yeah. So, but besides that, we'll get on to the yeah, real game. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, game yeah, of man. probably the game of the year. I mean, I tweeted it. Um, yeah. I tweeted uh, that it was a game of the, the year. The Ravens at the Browns, uh, 47 to 42. It it really was. It was closer that than what that safety at the end safety is a bullshit. You know, it was 45-42 pretty much. Speaking of which, I want to know what the spread was because that was the first thing I thought of because I didn't check the spread they, before the game. They did. That that was another big thing. I, I, should, I, want, I was going to say it in the news, but I didn't. I wanted to hold off. Um they didn't cover the spread because of that safety. There was millions yeah. of dollars yeah. lost because of that safety. I did not check the like I was I was drunk. Sorry. The over unders way so they blew it over. Yeah, way. But I was I was drunk, so I didn't do the Monday night gambling right. advice. Like I forgot. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, as soon as I seen that safety at the end, I literally went, "What the hell was the spread?" It was my yeah. first thought because i knew it had to be close millions like, i knew there was no oh way it was gosh. a five-point spread right i knew there was no way it was a five-point spread right so so uh hey that's gambling baby you know and i want i want to say one little quick thing i wanted to bring in a uh a sound off segment but i'm not going to do that right now because we're running low on time uh but real quick i just wanted to say this uh some of you browns fans out there they're giving them the moral victory and stuff, that's horseshit. A win is a win, a loss is a loss. We lost the game. Yes, we are a much better team than what we were the first game of the year when we played them and got our asses handed to us. At this point in the season, they ain't a damn moral victory that exists. No, when you're in the playoff hunt, when you're when you yeah. want championships, we, yeah. we, have, we have long hunger for yeah. a championship, long enough, and... This team, I'm not going to say we're going to win a championship right now, but this team has the building blocks to make it to a championship. They have an offense that, if they can stay clicking, this offense could carry them. And, you can and see them getting in the dance and making a run. Like We're a few pieces away on defense because we got some guys hurt right now. We're just a few pieces away on defense. I don't care, though. That ain't the point. You're, you're, you're in the hunt to win the division. You can see this team getting in the dance and, and – Rattling right. off a couple, and it's, all you got to do is get in. Yeah, all you got to do is get hot in, at the right time. Like we said last week, once you're in, you might as well win the damn thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, and if we're in, we might as well play our hearts out. Right. Leave it out there on the on field. Right. So yeah, moral victories do not exist at this point in the season. 
uh, for teams that are in the hunt. Yeah. Don't uh, give me that crap. I mean, uh, I love that it was a close game. I love that part. You know, I would have liked to have seen that that type of game the first game of the season. Oh, it, but uh, this was this was game of the year for me. Yeah. But the and the thing that kills me and so and back and forth too. Something else I tweeted. I think it was. I said, um, uh, get get rid of Baker or not Baker. Get rid of. Beckham. Odell, Odell, yeah. Get rid of Beckham, like and get Baker's playing fantastic without him. Yeah, try to do anything you can to get out of that Austin Hooper. Hooper, contract. I don't think you can get out of it yet, but and Hooper's been injured this year, so I'd give him a pass on this year, and he's a good run blocker too. I don't give a damn. That contract is ridiculous. I know it is. I get know. him, get out of that contract. I don't care. If you have to trade him away for a sixth round pick, get out of that contract. He's, they still got to pay him the guaranteed. Whether they trade him or not, they're Write still one tied big to fucking the guarantees. Check. You're a multi-billionaire. Yeah, Write I know. One fucking I mean, big check. Get out of that contract and get the cap space. I got. I like Bryant. I like Hunter Bryant. Um, or Harrison Bryant. I'm sorry. Uh, I like the other tight end, Bryant. He he's really good. Um, you might as well get Njoku out of town too, because he dropped a touchdown that should have been. Gone. I would, I would be all for getting. Which rid I think of Baker, I think Baker scrambled and scored a touchdown on that same drive that. Right. With that Njoku dropped that touchdown. Right, he did. But you're getting to the point now with him that it's, it's fifty fifty whether he's yeah, going to come down. Yeah, uh, I don't trust his hands. He he's got the athleticism and he can blow right by most defenders, but, but he listen, just at this he point, just don't have the hands. The, the whole thing that I'm coming through with this. Is you going to pay Chubb a lot of money? Yeah, that's true. You need to pay Chubb a lot of money, and at this point, you best get Baker his damn money before you got to start doing this franchise tag, and and the price is only going to go up on this. If kid. I if I could get him at a, a a lower price, like twenty five million a year, I'd do it. You but, better be happy if you can get him at thirty million. Um, uh, right now I'm. I want to. The price is going to go up with him. It's going to go I up every that. year. I'm telling you. Look at what happened in Dallas. Not, if they would have signed Dak. Without Earlier. the two years franchise tag that they played with here, he did, you could have got him at thirty million. Yeah, I two know. years ago, if you just signed him then, then, but they wasn't sold on. If if you're if the team's not sold on, I'm if you're not sold you, on that player, I'm begging you to learn from Dallas's mistake because this kid's got it. He's got an it factor to him. I'll agree and with I'm you right there. You, but can he carry a team? I'm telling you right now, with. Shitheads that I can't ever remember his name. System. Stefanski system. If you're gonna, he's the perfect fit for that. Marry these two together, because Stefanski has got this kid. He's got his confidence back. He's got him comfortable. And when Baker's got his confidence, Baker's got that swag. It's infectious, and Baker will ball out. All right. Well, so so as an agent, um, if if I believe in. And Baker that 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 much, I'm gonna tell Baker. Well, don't sign that contract. Bet on yourself if 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 you think you can don't don't sign that lower contract when you, we know that you can get forty million a year. If if Baker maybe ne- if, if Baker comes back next season and he sets the league on fire and ends up like in the top five in like all categories and and the Browns are twelve and four, winning their division, and He's going to command $40 million a year. Does he have Kirk Cousins' agent? I'm not sure who I'd like to know is. who his agent is because he's got Dak's got Kirk Cousins' agent. I think it might be Jerry Buss, but I can't remember. I, I have no idea who Baker's is, but I know Dak has Cousins'. I think I think 
I think Cousins agent is Jerry Buss. I've seen I've seen betting on yourself or, backfire. I'm sorry, I said Jerry Buss. Jerry Buss is actually the owner of Chicago Bulls. Um, uh, I can't remember his name. We'll just okay. say that. It, but it's on the tip of my tongue, but uh, I can't remember his name. He, um, I I see betting on yourself working out against you a whole lot more than it does working out for you. You know, kind of taking that money when it's there is generally the better option. Yeah. Even maybe sign him at 32 you think so, a year. Do you, do you, but it was the right decision for Kirk Cousins. It was. I and mean, it's looking like it but might his, be. His agent works that out way better Had it not than been what been Cousins for the injury, I think it would have worked out for uh, Dak. I think it's still going to work out for Dak. I, I think Dak will still get paid as long as he comes back healthy. I think he's still going to get $45 million a year. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think he's going to. Uh, somebody's going to pay him. That, that's what I'm if, saying. Somebody's going to pay him. If, if he comes back healthy. I ain't saying it's going to be Dallas, but somebody's going to pay him $45 million a year. And I think somebody, if he's not, and I would make sure my my uh, T's Doctor across, and either doc, I mean, yeah. checking his health, because you're talking about a lot of it's money. It's a bad injury. It's a bad, bad injury, injury and a lot of money, but, I mean, I think somebody's going to end up paying him. All right. Well, let's uh, move on and uh, – but I do. I, I'm on the bandwagon now. Cleveland needs to give him his money and get him where he. This is the lowest price point you're going to get him at when you're at the most confidence. I mean, if I can get him at, you ain't gonna get him at 25. Get that out of your head. I mean, even 30, that'd be kind of pushing it for me. If I could get him at a, a low 30, if I get him at 30, I'd be happy. I'd be 30, thrilled at 30 on a five year deal. Yeah, but you're not going to get him on that. There's no agent in their right mind would let let his clients sign that deal, knowing if if they if they have any belief in in their their client. Maybe, but if I'm his agent, I'm sitting here going, you know what, this kid's been up and down, but this back kid, up. That's like, true, but this kid's already made money. He's already made. He was a first round pick, so he he still has thirty million guaranteed. So he's still got money. So if I can get him under thirty five million a year, I'm telling you though, I'm signing it right now. I mean, if you could, I'm still, I'm still a little objective. I want to see one more season. I, I, I want to see one more point, season. I think with these two married together, you're putting him in the category of Russell Wilson at 35 million. With these two married together, I'll sign him at whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> okay, let's. Well, I'm, I'm on the bandwagon right now. I'm, I'm not saying the, that I don't want to pay him. I'm just saying I'm on the Kyrie bandwagon. I'm on the Kyler Murray bandwagon. And and I'm, on the I'm on the Baker bandwagon. All right. I'm, I'm glad you're on the Baker bandwagon. I'm still off on the Dak bandwagon, but I'm backing on those two. All right. Well, let's move on and get like the show this. moving. Uh, let's let's do our fantasy picks real quick. Uh, I'll give you a little recap. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. We were 50 50. That's the story of our season. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. <laughs> Daniel Jones. He he's still it's a bad pick by me. I think I just kind of picked that because I was in a pinch, and he was like one of the first few guys I seen that had a pretty decent matchup, and I was kind of in a pinch on that week. Um, okay. He's still injured, so right now, I mean, I wouldn't touch him unless he's really cheap. I ain't uh, sold on the Giants either at I, this point. Like I know they're playing hard. I think they got good coaches. I ain't sold on them though. I I think they got good coaches, but the talent's just not there. Once they get more talent together, then I want to see before I give them a, a true judgment. Uh, but uh, Melvin Gordon, he um, he did okay for you. He had twelve point one points. 
I'm happy um, with that at the price point he was at. Uh, yeah, for the price he was at. Uh, Russell Gage, who was probably the best performer out of all of them. Well, he was the best best performer, probably the cheapest out of all of them too. Um, eighteen point seven six points, and the last one, wild card, CD Lamb had eight point one. Uh, but there was other guys that had uh, it was a good game for Dallas, but there was other guys that had big game during that game. Uh, I think I know Cooper had a big game. Uh, I think uh, Dalton barely missed CD on a touchdown too. Okay, so, so a if, touchdown. If he gets that touchdown in there, that's it was like a, points right there. Yeah, it was like an eight or nine yarder. So okay, you'd have got maybe an extra point on the yards. You'd have got an extra point for the catch, and yeah. plus your six for the yeah. Right. All so right. If Dalton just barely gets that a little bit closer to CD. Like you're probably sitting there pretty good day. So uh, week fifteen, you picked uh, Jalen Hurts at Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like. I don't hate that pick. Uh, right, not am. He's cheap. Um, oh, yeah. He's cheap. He's hot. I'm eating a cookie, so I'm sorry. Um, he's cheap. He's hot. As much as I like Buda Baker, I ain't sold on the rest of this Arizona defense. I think they're like 25th or 26th against quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, they're not the greatest against Hurts them right now. Hurts has got some mobility. That helps them out. You, you know, can see, can you know, carries. something like inside the 10. You know, if they run a play-action bootleg and it just opens up, like Hurts can get it right, in there. Right, You got to draft at a rushing touchdown with him. So, uh, I like it. All right. Well, one of the guys, that prob- it's probably going to be more a little bit more expensive than the rest of them, but I still think he'll probably be under 60, um, is uh, Cam Akers versus the Jets. Uh, not sure if he is. It might have went up. No, I bet he's he's a, all right. Uh but they're he going against the Jets. Jets are going out west. Um, that that really don't bother me too much. But don't uh, bother me at all. It's um, the Jets. Like, the Jets. They're gonna yeah, be the horrible Jets, on the so. east coast, the west coast, the uh, south. It don't matter. And then another guy, wide receiver, you picked, who probably might be on on the higher end, but still probably under sixty. Um, Corey Davis versus Detroit. I think he's at fifty eight. Corey okay. Davis. Okay. I know he's under six. Uh. And then uh, Ronald Jones was the other right, yeah. COVID nineteen uh, guy that got put on. Those yeah, that we thought R- had Ronald Jones the third um, got put on. So expect him to be out at least uh, one week, anyways. Um, and then our wild card, we got a uh, Danny Amendola at Tennessee. Um, Danny Amendola is making a uh, second time appearance on the show. So, I think uh, you picked him both times. Yeah, too, I picked him both times. Like and him and both, he both worked times, out last time. He worked out last time. Hopefully, he works out again. Uh, you know, Tennessee's defense really isn't isn't that great. Not not nothing to write home about. So hopefully, he you know he has a really good game. Uh, you find Cam Akers? No, oh, I can't even find the Rams game. Well, I, I know they're playing Thursday through Monday. They're playing Saturday. Or they, Sunday. They're playing Sunday, I think. Okay, hold on. There's the two Saturday games. All right. Uh, well, I'll just keep on talking, yeah. Uh, so, about Cam Akers, he, he's had a few, uh, the last three games, he's had double-digit points. He's, Cam Akers is at 66. 66. Okay, so he's a little bit more expensive. But he's but, on the, he's a little more expensive than our normal picks, but he's still, 
most of that on the due, lower end due, due to his matchup that he has probably because they're going up. Well, I think he's Jets. been getting and the he has he's been getting more carries here the last three games. He's been um probably would have been better to pick him up, but I've noticed like so if you, you know, if you if you want something more along the normal price line price range that we do, what about J.K. Dobbins? Yeah, fifty nine hundred uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, uh, he's at Jacksonville. home. Run defense isn't that great. Thirtieth in the league. Yeah, on the matchup. J.K. Dobbins. We'll, we'll change that out. Then we'll go Jake. J.K. Dobbins. Well, but Cam, we'll make Cam Akers the honorable mention. Okay, and, we'll do we'll that. Make J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. So if you want to pay up a little bit, run with. I like Cam Akers matchup. Cam Akers been getting. I was high on him coming into the season. Uh, yeah, and then he kind of bottomed out at the he, beginning. Yeah, he and... bottomed out. He kind of got in the doghouse a little bit. I think he had a little bit of injuries. Yeah, he's coming back around. But he, so I don't hate I, it. I really like him. All right. Which technically CEH is at 58. Yeah. I mean, he's he, going up against the number one rushing defense in the league, but that's yeah. still a talented offense. Like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't hate on you for playing him. No. At 58. No, you, I mean, especially if he's all you got. Like, but I do, like I do, in my situation. I do like J.K. Dobbins, though. At all right. 5,900. And he's, and you we'll, think Ingram's going to come back next year? You think no, I don't. No, Ravens I don't. Offense? I, don't he, I think one one of the two is going to happen. I think either you're going to get rid of Gus Edwards or you're going to get rid of uh, Ingram. I think Ingram. I think Ingram's going to be the outside. Yeah, I think he's the in. guy outside. Yeah, uh, definitely. All right, but uh, I definitely think I. You think J.K. Dobbins is a in a split next year? Or you think he's? I think, you think you'll think see him. I think he'll be the main guy. Regardless of who who they got in there, I think he'll I think be the he'll main guy bold, next year. You think it'd be like you think it'll be sixty forty? I think it'll be something like that. Yeah, like a sixty forty split. I don't think it'll be a complete fifty fifty. There's a whole bunch of little small pieces like that. I, I love. I love that. Piece. So real real quick, we'll get into our outro here in just a minute. By the way, I think it's real quick. What do you think about those? Uh, Dude, these are cookies. delicious. They're they're very filling though. Like you eat one whole cookie, you're gonna be full. It's they're very good. They're uh, they are delicious though. I'll give you that. All right. All right. Well, let's uh let's get into uh the end of the show here where we uh do our toasting uh of our listeners mainly. Um, that's the big one. Pretty much. We love you. Anybody else that we decide we want to you know toast to? Uh, I want to toast the troops. Uh, I want. I want to, I want to toast our military. I, I always want to toast them, but I want to especially toast them now because those troops who don't get to come home for Christmas or or the holidays. Yeah, that sucks. And big time. That, that sucks. I know we got jobs to do, and I know there's workers out there, medical workers out there working on Christmas Day, things like that. Um, Listen, total, I've spent four and a half years um, as a. Um, care provider to right. adults with uh-huh. mental and physical disabilities. Right. Um, and that four and a half years, I've never worked. A or Christmas. I have, no, I have never been home on Christmas. for a Christmas or a Thanksgiving. Wow, yeah. That's... We have done it on both sides. Like, like you either do it before or you do it after, right. or yada, yada, yada. But yeah. I have, yeah, anybody that has a job like that, my father-in-law right now, he works at a paper mill. He's, right. It's a twenty four seven facility. They don't shut down for Christmas. They don't shut down for Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. They don't shut down for New Year's. Wow. Like that son of a bitch is running twenty four seven. Wow, that's um, crazy. 
So we do it on his days off. Uh-huh. You have that option. These troops that are stationed in China, Germany, uh, Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, Afghanistan, all those places, right? They, you don't have that option. No, like the best you no, got you is don't. a video chat right. to see your kid open his right. presents. So it's a whole different world. So I want to. I definitely want to raise my glass up to them. Uh, I thank you guys for being over there and protecting us. Um, we really do appreciate all that you do. Um, we definitely want to do uh, the frontline medical workers, or all the medical workers, not just the frontline, yeah, all the medical anybody. workers in general. I don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, we love you, and thank you for taking care of us. Thank thank you for taking care of our loved ones. Um, is there anybody personal you want to <coughs> shout out or anything? Um, nah, I think I'm good. All right, one little quick little shout out. She won't ever hear this, but I, I'm I'm gonna say it anyways. Um, I want to shout out or not shout out, but toast uh, Shelly at work for making these fantastic monster cookies. They are great. They're Love juice you. approved. Thank you. Um, that's all I got. You got anything else? Has anybody told you you're a beautiful day? Because you might be the best damn looking thing I've seen all day. And we're out.